Hi, I'm Mark Schroeder and welcome to my podcast. I'm a Christian who's convinced that the Bible is true and actually is the best way to get to know God, the one who has saved us in Jesus. This podcast is a collection of Bible bits and pieces, Bible talks that I've given in all kinds of contexts. You see, I'm an ordained Anglican minister working in Sydney, Australia as a college chaplain. My main role is to teach the Bible in a Peter 12 Anglican school. But also from time to time, I preach in church, I speak at youth groups, or I teach the Bible at other youth events. I hope that this podcast is a great way of you getting to know God a little bit better and helping you to figure out what it means to live for Him because of the saving work of Jesus Christ. Uh, hi there and welcome back. Uh, so this next talk is a chapel talk that I did in Senior School Chapel uh, on Colossians chapter 2 verses 6 to 8. Uh, it's a part where uh, Paul says to the church in Colossae that in the way that they've received Jesus, their responsibility now is to walk in him uh, and to be firm in him, uh, firmly rooted like a tree and built up like a strong building. Uh, the challenge that I put before students is not just to receive the gospel message of Jesus, but to grow up in it, to be firm and strong in it, uh, and to receive it with joy, but at the same time to watch out because there are those in this world that want to take us captive by hollow and deceptive words which deny Jesus Christ, the supreme saviour and ruler uh, of us and the world. I hope you enjoy this next little talk. I want you to think for me and maybe even have a chat with the person next to you for about 15 seconds. What do you take for granted? Okay, what do you take for granted? Go, tell the person next to you. Ten seconds left. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, hands up. Uh, what is it that you take for granted? And you know it deep down, you totally take it for granted. What do you take for granted? You take money for granted. Yeah, cool. When it's there and it's accessible, you just go out and buy what you want. Sure. What do you take for granted? Sleep. Sleep, yes. It's, always, it's horrible when you can't get to sleep. You know those times when you're lying there and you try and get to sleep and you can't get to sleep? And you just take it for granted that one day you could. What do you take for granted? My dog. Your dog, yes. What about you? My parents. Your parents. Hand up if you take your parents for granted. Let's be honest. Yeah, right. So, for example, right, hands down, I'm sure you put your uniform on this morning and it just happened to be clean and washed. Yeah? yeah? Just like magic. Oh, it's incredible. But chances are, it was because your mum or your dad washed your uniform for you, right? And they ironed it and they hung it up for you. Maybe you guys need to start taking ownership of that yourself. Start looking after yourself. And you think, Don't take your mum for granted when it comes to washing and ironing. What else do you take for granted? Yes? Walking. Walking, yeah. Sure, everything. Food. Your house. Books. Here's something that I realized that I took something for granted the other day. I was at home last week. And I was home, at home sick on uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I had really bad sinus. You know that sort of sinus when your whole head is just completely and utterly blocked up? It's like somebody has opened up the top of your head and poured in concrete, and then they sealed it back up again, and you're like, I can't breathe through my nose. And I realise that I've taken grant for granted breathing through my nose. How good is it to breathe through your nose? Do you agree with me? Yeah, and when you have a cold, you just think back to the good old days. You go, oh, I remember what it was like back in the good old days when I could breathe through my nose. 
Year 7, we take things for granted all the time. Whether it is the clothes that we wear, whether it's relationships that we have, whether it's just simple things that we like to enjoy, like the taking for granted the simple joy of going to Macca's and buying a delicious cheeseburger whenever you want, because Macca's is always open, right? But in the Bible, in Colossians today, we're going to see how the guy who's writing Colossians, do you remember his name? What is it? Paul, very good. How Paul, he writes to the church in Colossae, and he says to them, guys, don't take Jesus for granted. This is what he says, right? He says, so then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him. You see the orange text there on the screen? What the church of Colossae had done, they had received Jesus Christ as Lord. They had heard the good message about Jesus. And they'd heard it from a guy called, it's a cool name, his name was Epaphras. And Epaphras he explained the good message about Jesus, how Jesus died on the cross, how Jesus rose again from the dead, how Jesus takes away our sins. And the church in Colossae, they heard it and they believed it and they received it. You see that word there? They received it. That means they actually accepted it for what it was. Imagine if you didn't receive something when somebody went to give something to you. So imagine it's your birthday and somebody gives you a present. They're like, here you go. Happy birthday. Here's a present. And you're like, thank you. And you fold your arms and you turn away and you walk the other way. You haven't received the gift, have you? These guys, they have received Jesus. They've received this wonderful message that Jesus is the one that has saved them. They've really believed it. Now, as they have received it, Paul then writes on and he tells them to continue in the blue text see it there on the screen he says in verse 6 continue to live your lives in him and what he really means is continue to walk in Jesus continue in his way don't stop now that you've received the message of Jesus but keep on going in what you have received keep on going in what you have learnt. to help us to understand that Paul then goes on and he gives these two examples in verse 7. Look at the screen. The first one is one about plants and the second one is one about buildings. You see, he talks about live your lives in Jesus, rooted and built up in him. So let's take an opportunity now. Let's think about these two pictures. So up on the screen, we've got some images of plants and we've got some images of some buildings. We can see the one at the very top. That's just a small seedling, isn't it? Hand up if you like growing things in your garden. Does anyone like gardening? I like gardening. Um, but it would be frustrating, wouldn't it, if you, if you got your little seedling and you planted it in your garden. Let's say it was a cucumber plant. You planted it in your garden and it sat there, but it didn't grow. If it didn't continue, if it didn't take root in the earth. Because if it doesn't take root in the earth, nothing's going to happen on top of the earth, is it? There's going to be no vine that's going to continue. There's going to be no fruit or vegetable that's going to grow from it. What should happen to a plant? The plant gets planted in the ground and then it grows up and it's big and it's strong and its branches reach up into the sky and it's strong and it's secure and it produces leaves and flowers and all kinds of great things in the tree, isn't it? Birds can even land in their branches and enjoy rest in it. What about the bottom pictures, right? The bottom left picture shows some people working on the foundation of a skyscraper. Foundations of building. Hand up if your parents have built a house from the beginning. 
Yeah, and so leave your hand up if you've walked on the slab of the house before they've actually built the rest of the house on it. Yeah, me too, right? And so that's a really important part of your house. If that part's not built properly, then the rest of the house can't go. But imagine if the builders just built the slab and then they handed your parents the keys and said, happy house. You'd be pretty cold in winter, wouldn't you? See, it's no good just starting at the foundation. You've got to continue with the rest of the building, don't you? The building needs to be built up. And so here in this picture, we've got this picture here of the foundation that's been laid. But next to it, we've got this building of this massive skyscraper, this big skyscraper from Dubai. Because it started at the foundation, but it continued to reach up and up and up into the sky. See, Paul tells these guys, he says, you've received Jesus Christ as Lord. You know that Jesus has saved you and that's really good. But now Paul says, but you've got to continue in Jesus. Don't just stop now that you've heard this good message about Jesus, but keep on living in him. Walk in him. Be rooted like a strong tree. Be built up like a ginormous building and be established in the faith that you were taught. You see, being a Christian, you seven, isn't about just learning about the faith, but it's about continuing in the faith. It's about being established in the faith of Jesus. It's about growing confidence in Jesus Christ as your Lord and being unmoved from the true gospel message that Jesus has saved. Hand up if you remember hearing about Jesus when you were an itty bitty kid, like teeny tiny infant. Me too. But it's not good enough just to learn about it when you're a child. You need to learn about it when you're a child, but then you need to keep on growing in it. You need to grow your understanding so you fully understand Jesus more and more and more. And actually you walk out with Jesus. And then the thing is, it's not about your pride that then follows. But what follows ought to be thanksgiving. Up on the screen there, it says in verse 7, So continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him. And then in the red text, it says, established in the faith that you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. You see, Jesus has done such great stuff for us, hasn't he? Jesus has taken away our sins. We can be friends with God again. And so we should be filled with joy about that. And we should be overflowing with thankfulness. Sometimes we just hear that message to Jesus and we go, yeah, that's pretty good. But that's like just that sort of response saying that's pretty good is just like filling a cup halfway. You're thankful for a half-filled cup, aren't you? But there's something different about when it is overflowing, right? Overflowing. Overflowing runs over the cup. And then actually if something's overflowing, it makes the floor wet around it, doesn't it? There's the carpet here in front of me. As I've filled up that cup in front of you now, the carpet in front of me has now got drips of water on it. If somebody else walked in here now and they were standing here, they'd say, why is the carpet wet in front of you, Rev? And I'd be like, oh, well, they've got some water on it. But the thing is, ladies and gents, Jesus has died for you. You ought to be overflowing with thankfulness so that you were just so like in awe of what Jesus has done. But the thing is, when you are overflowing with thankfulness, the carpet around you should be wet, so to speak, right? People should be able to tell that you are overflowing with thankfulness because of Jesus. And that happens when you continue to live your lives in Him, when you're built up and when you're rooted in Jesus. You see, 
we can't take Jesus for granted. Remember, that's how we started today, wasn't it? We thought about what are the things that we take for granted? Well, we mustn't take Jesus for granted. I think we do take Jesus for granted a little bit in our school. We hear about Jesus all the time and it becomes the same old message I've heard once upon a time before. Hand up if you sometimes feel like that. I've heard this message of Jesus before. But ladies and gentlemen, don't take for granted. You need to make Jesus your everything. You need to build your life on Jesus and identify with Jesus and live out a mature, Jesus-affected life. You know, I think we identify with all kinds of things in this world. Maybe you like to identify with certain elements of pop culture. Maybe the latest Avengers movie, you're like, I identify with that and your team somebody, you know, you, team Tony. Maybe you identify with a certain way of dressing and the way that you present yourself when you're not at school. Maybe you've got like some special hats that you like to wear, all the same style. Or maybe you dress in a certain way with the same colour over and over again. Or maybe you wear sports clothes because you identify with a particular team. But here's the problem, when we identify with those sorts of things, you can be sure that those sorts of things will one day fail you and they will fall short of bringing you satisfaction. The thing with identifying with Jesus, if you identify with him and you grow in him, then you are rooted and built up in Jesus. Jesus will never fail you, year seven. Jesus will continue to be there for you all the time, no matter what happens in this world. So build your life on him. Identify with him. Grow up in Jesus. Here's the other thing. Because true conversion, really becoming a Christian, is more than just saying a prayer of acceptance to Jesus. Hand up if you've heard about this prayer of acceptance to Jesus before. Somebody might say to you, Hey, I'll tell you about Jesus, and if you believe in Jesus today, I want you to pray this prayer with me. And it might go something along the lines of, Dear God, I'm sorry for my sins. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you that Jesus died on the cross. I welcome him into my life. Please help me to live for him today. Amen. That sort of a prayer is a good start, right? but it's only just the beginning of living a Christian life. Paul says we need to continue to live a lifestyle that's shaped by Jesus Christ the Lord, walking in Jesus always. So the encouragement for you today is this. It's up on the screen. The encouragement is receive Jesus. Walk in Jesus. Grow strong in Jesus. And be overflowing with thankfulness because of what Jesus has done for you. I wonder if that's you. I wonder if you, as you look at that on the screen today, you think, yeah, you know what? I've received Jesus and I'm walking with him every day and I want to be growing strong in him and I am thankful. That's great. Keep on doing that. Don't stop. But maybe in this room today, you're somebody who is like, I've received Jesus once upon a time, but actually, to be honest, I've never done anything more than just go, yeah, Jesus is pretty good. I don't read my Bible. I don't go to church. I don't go to rage at school. I don't talk about Jesus. I don't consider what Jesus would have me do today. Well, that's where you need to change. If you're really with Jesus, if you've really received him, you've got to walk in him and you need to grow strong in him in your world today. But if you choose to do that, there's a warning. You need to look out. Because look at what Paul says at the end of this verse. Verse 8, he says, See to it that no one takes you captive. I think about being taken captive, I think about kidnappings. White vans, pinching people, 
Spooky, right? It's a horrible thought. Don't you agree? Yeah. Well, Paul says, look out. Don't be taken captive, not by white vans, but don't be ca- taken captive by people who present to you hollow and deceptive philosophy, he says in verse 8. Things that depend on human tradition rather than on Jesus. See, some people would say that you can be saved, but it's all about the works that you do, the behavior that you have, being a good person, or by doing certain things or going to certain places. That's how you make right with God. But no, that's not right. The way that you are made right with God is by trusting in supreme Jesus. Jesus who has saved all things. Jesus who rules all things. Jesus who rules and saves who? You. So receive Jesus. Walk in him, grow up in him, and be overflowing with thankfulness. But look out. All good? Let's pray today and ask God to help us to receive him this morning. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that we've been able to think today about Paul and his letter to the Colossians and where he encourages people to walk in Jesus. Lord, today I pray that these students would walk in Jesus. I pray that, as our school motto says, that these students would live a life through Christ. Today, I pray that they would receive Jesus Christ as their Lord, that they would live their life in Him, that they would be strong and they would be thankful. For it's worth it today, knowing that we are with you, but we know it's also worth it, for in the end, we will stand with you for all of eternity in heaven. Lord, please help these students to have a good day this morning. Help them to work hard uh, in their schoolwork. Help them to be mindful of one another in their relationships. Help them to be kind and generous and humble and help them to be serving. Lord, I pray that you'd help us to have a good weekend as well and a great new week next week. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Uh, I hope that was an encouraging opportunity for you to learn something more from God's Word about how he has loved us and how he has saved us and who he calls us to be in Jesus. Feel free to get in contact with me via Twitter at MRK underscore Schroeder.